You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I'm Rob. So, you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth does this text mean? And is it okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Those people are what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. And welcome to our village. And you should be pumped to be here because we're bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help the village grow bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods. And don't forget to tell a friend. Trust your gut. What are your instincts telling you? How does he or she make you feel? Okay, we've all heard these questions when asking our friends for advice when it comes to dating and relationships. And they're all really legit things to say. They're great. I've said them. they're, They're fine. But they are kind of vague when you think about it because they're just kind of like catchphrases and I don't really know what my gut might be or what it might be saying or what my instincts are feeling. Like I can guess those might be my instincts, but like I question them because it gets all clouded and confused by the potential of hopeful excuses that you come up with, right? Like, well, maybe it's because blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, you don't know, like, or am I ignoring a gut or am I just making a snap decision? I don't, I don't know. It's hard to just differentiate that so easily. You're also getting to know somebody still. So it's hard to just make a snap judgment on them, right? Well, I think that's also partially because of patterns from the past or experiences we've had that is what causes that cloudiness because you're like, wait, this looks like this. And that ended up being a bad thing. Or I made shitty choices in the past. So maybe I'm continuing to make bad choices and you really learn to not trust yourself. So you can't tell what your gut is versus your fears or whatever else. And I mean, I think we all kind of suffer from that because that's why we seek out experts and things to confirm or deny what it is we're feeling. We Or we go to our friends, we go to the village and we say, is this correct or is this incorrect or am I being crazy or am I doing that thing I always do that you know I do? So it's hard. I mean, it, thankfully that there are experts out there and we can sort of dive into what a gut is and and learn more about what our bodies are telling us because I think we we forget based on fears and things. Well, you also we also live in a world where it's swipe left, swipe right. You know, like that's another reason why I'm not on any of these dating apps is because I, I it's almost like we're letting our instincts our our not our instincts, our senses take over for our instincts right away. You know what I mean? It's like something smells good. Let me put it in my mouth. No, you don't do that. You know, something looks good. Let me go date it. That's not how we work. You know what I mean? It's not how we should work. So when you say like, trust your gut, that's why like, you know, I, I've told you guys this, but I believe in love at first sight. I believe that when that somebody walks into the room, you get that initial feeling, that gut feeling that like, butterflies, you know, they call it butterflies and everything. You don't get that when you're looking at somebody on a dating app, you know, you, True. you get it Well, you can, you can be like, Oh, you know, there could be other types of feelings that you get, you know, but go a little higher to your stomach. And like, that's where your, your instincts are. And when you feel that like on a one-to-one energy level, which we'll be talking about with our guests about energy and matching energies and frequencies and whether a sound sounds good is by its pitch. 
you know, that's kind of like I get the love pitch when I see somebody that I'm attracted to when I'm in the same room with them or, you know, in their vicinity. So I think that's what they're talking about, like experts, like how to find, how to put away things that are, put the, put the stuff that you shouldn't be digesting away, throw it away and start eating healthy. You know, it's kind of what they're going to teach you how to do as far as like finding your meat. Right. Well, thankfully, we are under supervision today and we have someone who is born with the gift of intuition, psychic ability and much more who can help us with questions about life, uh, the afterlife and what people are talking about with these spirit guides and whatnot, healing and love. All of that's rolled into one. And I think we're about to embark. And we are lucky to have our guest today, who is a world renowned medical intuitive activist, speaker and author of Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing, is out November 16th. It's on all the platforms, and it's in all the bookstores, and anywhere where there's paper binded to a spine, go get it, because that's where it's going to be. She's discussing how healing old wounds and finding your inner voice and paying attention to signs can help you find the one that you're supposed to be with when it comes to love. With Kimberly Meredith's remarkable abilities, she has helped thousands of people and animals. Kimberly received her miraculous healing gifts from the Holy Spirit following two near-death experiences, during which she was blessed with an incredible encounter with God. Through her healing, mediumship, and blinking eyes, Kimberly can see into the body faster and more accurately than the fastest MRI and thermography machines, accurately detecting all manner of medical conditions. Awakening to the Fifth Dimension is the first time Kimberly will be sharing her gifts with a wider audience, giving readers the tools to implement this healing in their own lives. Whether you're wrestling mental, emotional, or chronic ailments or seemingly incurable symptoms, Kimberly's gentle wisdom offers a way forward towards happiness and freedom. Filled with instruction, case studies, testimonials, and practice methods, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension will empower readers to confront their own struggles and find true, lasting healing. Kimberly offers many individual personalized services for adults, children, and animals, both in person or over Skype. And for more information on her work or to schedule a session, check her out on our website, thehealingtrilogy.com. She's awakening our fifth dimension in order to open our eyes to finding the one. Welcome to the show, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. Of course. course. We're so excited you're here. All right, Kimberly, thanks for being on our show. We're so glad to have you here, but we have to ask you the question that we ask everybody when they first come on. We must know, are you single, taken, or is it complicated? Um, I am not single, taken, or complicated. I'm devoted to the Holy Spirit. All right. That's that's all three and none at the same time. I love that it is none of those answers, but very specific. Who knew there could be another answer? And I love that. It's option D. It's D is D for devoted. It could be. Could be. Um, Okay, so your book is coming out really soon. And we're very excited about it. It's called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing. We want to know why healing yourself is important to living a healthy lifestyle. And it can help you engage in healthy relationships. Those two things can be connected and go hand in hand, right? Yeah, I think it's important to have healing in your life. And Uh, be in a healthy relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think you want to be healed. 
you have to be healed. You have to heal yourself. Like people say, for example, like you have to love yourself first, right? Or you need to figure out who you are before you share yourself with somebody else. All those cliched things that you get, you hear from your friends when you're getting advice before you get into a relationship. Well, you're on another level with the self-healing and with the healing and knowing yourself. So we're just trying to get to like how this book can help. Maybe people can extract some information from your book about how that could help them in love and relationships and the dating process because it's so confusing and convoluted. I think I can also add to that. In my path to finding a relationship, I have felt like there were certain blockages that I've had or certain areas maybe with past relationships that I still felt triggered by or what have you, or even stuff related to my parents and things like that. And I've wanted to try and heal those things because I was worried they'd seep into other dynamics and maybe play a part in the demise of a relationship because it would cause some sort of volatility or who knows what. But I also wondered, you know, do you have to heal everything? Is there, does someone run a diagnostics on you and say, these are the areas you need healing and you need to solve all of these before you get into a relationship? Or are some issues you can resolve while you're in a relationship? Or are there ones you should do absolutely before you get into a, a healthy relationship? Otherwise, it won't be healthy. Well, I think before you even get in a relationship, you have to look at your own life first. And you talk about healing, but there's many things. I mean, there's there's physical healing, there's emotional healing, um, and there's the relationship with yourself and with the omnipresent and there's a relationship with food. There's many things that I talk about in my book about third dimension. So I talk about life in dimensional frequencies. Um, and I talk about relationships and dimensions. I talk about people in dimensions. So um, I talk about dimensions and my book is called awakening to the fifth dimension. So there's people that live in third dimension and they attract 3D relationships. There's people that are in more of a fifth dimensional relationship. They live more in 5D relationships. And there's people that are more attracted to um, that kind of style of living. And their health is in that realm also. When I talk about this in the book, um, it's important to understand that when you raise your vibration um, into a, the, the most healthiest, I think what you're trying to say, you know, being healthy. So healthy has a lot of different takes. You could say, oh, I'm eating really great, but yet your home is not healthy or you're not living the most healthy organic lifestyle in your house. Or you're not maybe chanting and praying maybe five minutes a day doing self-care, but yet you're you're eating pretty good, but yet you're still drinking out of plastic bottles. Um, and then your relationship you're in is very 3D, but yet you're living in over, you're, you're eating organically, but you have a 3D relationship. So what is a 3D relationship? 3D relationships are very self-absorbed relationships. They're very me, 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 me. What's a fifth dimensional relationship? It's very giving, supportive, loving, when things get tough, you're not bailing out on each other. You're 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 growing with each other. You're helping each other. You also help when when things that you have problems, you work on them on your own. You're not giving your problems to the other person. 
You're not making the other person work out your problems. But you also, what is the fifth dimension? The fifth dimension in itself is love and light and joy and freedom and miracles. Even when you are sick, you're healed faster. So when you're raising your vibration on a daily um, intake, before you meet your partner that's in the 5D world, and I'm sure you've heard of the fifth dimension. You go on TikTok, there's 5.1 billion people, millions of people following the fifth dimension. Um, your partner will gravitate to you anyway. And if your partner is already in a third dimensional frequency and you're in the fifth dimensional frequency, you can take your 3D partner with you to the 5D. So many people will say, well, I'm so frustrated with my third dimensional partner. He's not getting it. But you can take your partners with you. And even family members that are really dragging. We live in a third dimensional world right now. We live in fear constantly. We're living in greed. We're living in a social platform where everyone is on their phone every single minute, you know, and and really absorbed in a lot of um, constant, like, you're not doing this for me. I'm not getting this. And also a world where we don't know what to buy or what to get or what kind of vitamin to grab. So there's a lot of things going on that we're really taken back. That's why I started channeling this book three years ago after my near-death experiences where I became a full-blown trans channel and found that many people, many clients were coming to me with intestinal tract, GI problems, many problems, not only health-wise, but emotional, like you're saying. And we're starting to say, I don't feel like I'm with the right partner either. Um, I'm feeling like I'm having near, a near I had a near death experience or I had a shift in my relationship and I need to find out what's going on. So there's not just the second, third, fourth, fifth dimension. There's many dimensions, but the coolest dimension right now just to try to get in and be in that dimension is the fifth dimension. So you're 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 saying that like um and I I completely understand where you're coming from in in this and look, I've been meditating for a long time. I try not to go a day without it. Raise your energy. Abraham Hicks, Dr. Joe Dispenza, like very much on that wavelength of like, you know, we're all molecular and we have to figure out our energies and whatever energy we vibrate with, that's what we're going to attract, right? And it's mostly attraction. What I'm liking about this fifth dimension that you're talking about is it doesn't sound like the third or the second or the it it sounds like it's the combination of one through four that you're taking the vitamins and you're taking not drinking out of plastic and you're taking love and you're taking healing but you're also giving because you're like you got to heal yourself but you also have to give to your partner as well right so this fifth dimension seems like the place where you kind of have to take all the different colors of molds or play-doh and put them all together to form what it is that you want to create does that sound about right we have to leave the third dimension though behind it's taking the fourth dimension and bringing it into the fifth and what is the fourth dimension yeah, just well, for wait, those why, who are not aware yeah and and to piggyback on that why do we need to leave the third dimension behind why is that important well the third dimension we are leaving the third dimension behind we have no choice the third dimension is where we're at right now which If you really look at it, we are forced to leave it behind right now. It's the climate crisis. It is 
things that are going on right now, as you can see, my eyes are blinking and they're saying, it's got to go. We can't survive. In 10 years, it won't be here anyway. We're destroying our earth. There's nothing here in the third dimension worth us being. It's, it's, our air is not good. The food's not good. And we're, we are anyway evolving and moving us into more of a fourth dimensional frequency. So um, Rob is correct. The fourth dimension, which is nature, um, growing good produce, compost, organic lifestyle is the fourth dimension. The fifth so dimension, not things that we're putting, not things that are on our phone, not things that we're flipping and swiping through, but things that are also living and breathing that we, that we kind of fold into ourselves, like you're saying, plants and air and all that other stuff. That's fourth dimension, yeah. bringing it into us, which is- We're trying to change currently right now out there. We are trying to make better for us. It's the fourth dimension is nature. The fifth right. dimension is- a magical frequency dimension where people can open up to like I have these uh, psychic abilities, these um, ways of going into higher frequencies and how I can look through people's bodies and scan them and read them and things like that. People already are doing that. They are going into this higher frequency dimension. So in my book, I have exercises, step-by-step -step information of how to go in there. People are bouncers. People don't even know they're doing it. They're going in and out of dimensions right now and liking it and feeling it. It's happening to you right now, and you may not even know you're doing it. People feel headaches. They feel a little funny right now because the world is shifting. It's been happening since 2012. We've been going in and out of these dimensional frequencies. And sometimes people are like, oh, my God, it, how did how did that, did that just happen? Did I just see that? Did I just feel that? Did I feel something on my shoulder? Was that, and that'll be like maybe an angel coming to you or uh, an energy happening or, you know, and a lot of people have Kundalini awakenings and they go to yoga or they'll do their Pilates or things, but they're feeling, or they meditate. And, and so I talk about that a lot and um, it's, it's just a natural thing going on. We all, we all believe, we're all on the same yeah. level as you as far as believing on the energies and how we heal each other. Now, I know that you have um, seen disease in people and you have a thing with your eyes and you see disease in people and you're able to like kind of uh, tell them what it is that's wrong with them, um, diagnose, if you will. Are you, now, since we're talking more emotionally on this podcast and more relationship-wise and everything, like are you able to like, say my gut hurts? right? And I can feel it. Or you can see something in my stomach or you can see something in my heart or whatever. Can you say that's stress related? It's probably because you're not vibing with the right person right now. Or maybe there's in like kind of like take instead of like stop eating dairy, stop dating Jen. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it like that? <laughs> Don't worry. Everyone has stopped dating Jen. <laughs> yeah. Is there like, is there to the health? Have you seen I think maybe this is what you're saying, Rob, like emotional connection to someone's bad health. And has that ever been like, oh, you're you're in a bad relationship right now because it's affecting your, I don't know, stomach or whatever, like Rob said. Is that ever like a direct connection that you see? Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for asking me. Um, so basically what I do is I go through a person's body, every single thing and what the guides do. It's not me. Um, I'm not doing it. They use me to do it. And the more and more that I've been doing readings in the last, you know, four to five years, 
it's progressed. It used to just be my team of the medical team, I call them the medical scientist and team. And now I do a lot of crossover readings. Um, and they, emotional is big for me. I do a lot of emotional readings too, because if we didn't have the emotional upsets, we wouldn't have the dis-ease going on. And also the environmental pollution and pregenetic disorders to go on to, of course. But um, they're blinking. Yes, yes, yes. So I have different codes for the blinking going on. So basically, um, yes. So when I have something where it's a gut issue or, you know, a heart issue or a brain tumor or something like that, or, you know, uh, Parkinson's or, you know, whatever it is, what happens, I will start turning my head, which people are like, why is she saying no? But I'll go like this really fast. So every medium, God bless them all. Everybody has a different technique of doing it. And me, I will start going into the counting, you know, da, 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 da. and sometimes my head won't turn. I'll just hear or see a number. And what happens is how I do it is I'll see or hear a number. And then I'll go back to the number and I'll say, oh, they're saying number nine or 10 years ago or five years ago. And then that will relate to the person. And I'll say, they're telling me you were maybe with somebody five years ago or 10 years ago. And so I'll say, oh, I was married to that person. That's why I had a divorce. And then they'll say, yeah, that divorce was brutal. And then I'll say, oh, and they'll say, yeah, in that divorce is when I got cancer or when I had a mastectomy. And then that's when my body shut down. So a lot of times in my book, you'll read in the appendix, I have several different um, stories about people. And all of those were when I'm getting chills right now from the Holy Spirit. Always is when something had an emotional shutdown in the body. And always is when I blinked a certain number and communicated that to them, which is good because then you can do an emotional release to that and find out. So I'm really good at pre-diagnosing and also uh, pre and, and giving information of when it kind of happened. I don't like being stuck though into the why it happened so much, but finding out how to just move out of that and moving forward. My guides really love taking us into the fifth dimension and being healed, being free, and, and just kind of like, ah, let's just, I'm love, I'm light, I'm free, and moving forward. And, and, and also like finding the right tribe, finding the right tribe and the right, the right um, uh, frequency to live in. So that's important to, to know. So going back to how you got started in all of this, we know that you had two near-death experiences. Now, did you wake up with these gifts or did you have to work at them? Was there courses you needed to take, certification? How did you get started in turning these gifts into a line of work? Yeah. You know, I was born with gifts. I had gifts when I was like six months old. I was blinking as a little uh, kid and I was seeing uh, spirits as a child and I had healing abilities. Um, I, I'm also a healer. I can dissolve uh, energies off of people's bodies with my hands. Um, I've healed hundreds of people with breast lumps, tumors, thyroid lumps with my hands. So I started healing animals when I was a kid. Um, I would put my hand on, I put my mouth on my dog, um, that was having a seizure and passed and brought it back when I was like six years, seven years old around that time. And my mom didn't really dig it. She was not into it. (laughs) She was really not into this. So 
Um, I was scolded pretty hard for doing it. I know that some mediums out there that are younger, their families are more supportive. Mine were not. My grandmother was though. And so anyway, I pushed it aside and then I had two near-death experiences um, a few years ago. And after that, um, my gifts fully just blew out. And um, over a year and a half of being in a wheelchair and letting them come through, because I had nothing else to do. I had to heal um, in the wheelchair and letting, they just started, my eyes came back when I was a kid and started like they were when I was little. Yeah. And now we get to discuss it and dive into it and hopefully help all of our listeners uh, really get in touch with hopefully the fifth dimension. Now, going back to that and dating and relationships, obviously we we all want to now strive for the fifth dimension. Is there a way to evaluate yourself to make sure that you're in there or ways to get there? And then also when you're dating, how can you spot that in someone else? Because a lot of us are using dating apps, which is on a device, which is part of the third dimension. So how do you get past a dating app and a third dimension to find somebody in the fifth dimension? Are there keywords to look for, imagery? How can we tap into that for ourselves and finding a partner? Or just walking into a bar and seeing somebody. And well, there was COVID for however long. So you ask your question after. Sorry. <laughs> your question they gave me a negative link on. Um, (laughs) negative link. I feel seen (laughs) (laughs) or not (laughs) story of my life. Yeah. The dating app is interesting because I have a lot of clients that ask me about that. And some of them just do like a telephone, a telephone survey first before they meet them, um, on the phone before they go out to meet. And that's something they're doing now. Some of my clients, um, you know, I think to to go through a dating app is very interesting and the energy of the spirit is saying it's fine they're going yes it's okay i think that there are many things that you could do with dating app i have clients that have met people on there and they've been gotten married and they're very happy um i think that it's really knowing yourself and what you really want and what you're vibrating for you know vibrating with and and your your um you really know, you know, you really know your reflection of who you are. Like for me, if I was on a dating app, which they would never let me, they're saying no. So I, w- I, I could never be on a dating app. That wouldn't work, you know, for me. I wish I had somebody telling everybody else no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So of course that wouldn't work for me, but, but like for other people out there, they're saying it's, it's probably okay for people, but you have to have your, you guys are laughing. You have to have your list really in check. You know what I'm saying? And stick to it. Don't be like, um, well, I'm going to bend. No excuses. Exactly. No settling. No No settling. settling. And don't ignore red flags. That's like what I think we're talking about here too. Can you, are there any, are there any like obvious red flag third dimensional things that you would be like, oh yeah, that's clearly someone who's not moving in that direction um, that you can think of that would pop out if you were reading someone's profile and you saw a couple things, you'd be like, this is obviously third dimension stuff. Well, 
For me, it's easy because my eyes edit everything super fast. When I read things, I'll go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, you know, so I would know right away. When I look at someone's picture, I get, um, I read their soul and I read their image. So I will know immediately through looking at a photo what the lowdown is. Oh my God, you would kill it on the dating apps. I know. I want (laughs) you to take my, can I send you my phone? Then you just do my swiping. People, that's what the book is for. That's what All the right. book is for. She's got it all want, coming out in her book. We don't I get want that, Kimberly I, on speed dial. Yeah, but we also don't. I mean, I'm sure we do have them. They say everybody's psychic and intuitive to a certain degree, right? Yes. We, we are in such our third dimensional world that we don't tap into those spirits. We don't tap into our energy as much as we should. And, you know, we don't have, you know, the people like, like Kimberly has saying, nope. Not, not for me. Got to check out, and then can use that as an excuse because she's, you know, she's a professional. If I was professional, I could say that, and my spirit guide said no, so I got to go. Like that'd be my <laughs> ghost. That'd be my sign off for uh, texting a girl or something. Yeah. But your book is going to help us tap with meditation and. So sometimes clients will show me a picture of somebody or something, but even if I do say something, it's really a, I like to help people when they come for a counseling session. I'm not an easy one to say it right away. I want you to open up your own gifts, like you're saying, Rob. It's for me to help you open up your own intuition. And it's easy. Like, so everyone on my team that works for me, I scan everybody. I know it doesn't. And also, if I scan a negative on somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean their consciousness is really low 3D. It could mean maybe they're. Um, needing to work on something, maybe they need to 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 do more work in their life, or maybe they're. But if it's a super negative energy on somebody, I will get a super hard hit on it. So I get similar vibes. No spirits, I think, are talking to me unless they are, and I just am not really listening clearly. But I feel icky, like I can't explain it, but my body feels uncomfortable, and not like anxiety, which I know is rooted in other things, but being around that person or texting with that person gives me just an uncomfortable feeling where it doesn't feel like I'm going to have a good time on the date. I actually canceled a date the other night because I was like, something about this isn't sitting right with me. I think it's going to be a misstep to go on this date. Instead, I could do any other thing and feel better. And I did other things and had a magical night, very surreal, ran into high school friends in LA. It was super strange. So I felt I made the right choice because I listened to that ick factor. (laughs) But and I don't know that I'll always, will I always have that? And I just need to pay more attention to it. Is that my spirit guide telling me something or am I just cranky? <laughs> um, no, they're telling me it is, you have angels. You've got your angelic realm around you. You've got your angels and you've also got your guides. And, and, and sometimes if you're getting a stomach, you're like a stomach tingling, or you may get, it's an instinct that comes out in you. Then they're telling me, they're also giving me a number on you. They're, you know, they're telling me, um, they're giving me the number seven for some reason. They keep giving me the number seven, like something about, um, I don't know, like a, an, an, a, something around your head, like a bright, like beautiful light around your head. I don't know if something happened to you seven months ago, but they keep telling me something about seven and um, just something about the numbers. Maybe when you were seven years old, 
but mm-hmm. but something around seven with you. And they keep telling she me she uses that the word ick like seven years old. The word ick. <laughs> but they're telling me someone is around you since you're around seven. It may be a relative, but that relative is around you all the time. And uh this is someone that's on the yeah, this is somebody around you. I don't know if it's a grandmother. No, grand her the one behind me her husband died before i was born and so i was just gonna say man i said grandmother no and i was gonna say man so what was say that again my grandmother's husband so my father's father passed away before i was born my mom never even met him and my middle name is named after him and so i've I've, he's the only one that would have passed prior or maybe like great-grandparents that i never met they're telling me something with the number seven and it was before something that I don't know, something seven and it's a man and it's around you and it was on the left side of your shoulder. And then you just said that. So there's this angel around you and watching out for you. Is he going to find me my husband? <laughs> What's he doing? They're always working from the other side for us. So, is there like a secret word you have to say to them to get them to do what you ask? Because I'm like, hello, get me my husband. I'm going to finish that answer for you. They really like us being in the fifth dimension. This dimension is going to be easier and easier for us to get there. Um, it's happening right now. This is what's going on right now. This is why all of this is happening for us. If you ever feel more, t- I don't know if you feel tired ever, or you feel kind of a shift right now going on in, that's the seven two. like in a few months, like it's going to just take like a few seven to eight months. They're saying it's going to get easier for us. We just need to make it to this transition. That sounds closer than I was thinking. That's a good thing. Absolutely. I'll take it. Well, that's what she's talking about too with, you know, men, you said, can you, can I, why can I talk to my angels and have them get my husband is like, you gotta, that's what the, you gotta connect to that energy, which is going to bring in that person. When people say, why can't I talk? They're going, no, that's the thing. I know you, you can't see them like I do, but, but they're everywhere. There are more angels and spirits than us. Do you see them around like Lauren, for instance? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> exciting. I love it because I am very, I feel like the house that I am living in now was like, I try to pay attention to signs. And I think in like your love life and dating, that's something that I, that's always something I tried to tap into. Like, um, and I try to ask for a sign. I don't know if that's part of like stuff that you talk about in your book, Kimberly, like, the more conscious you are that that exists, the easier it is for you to connect to the fifth dimension or to spirit guides or to angels. And I always feel like I try to ask questions like, am I supposed to be here? Is this right? And I feel like then I need to look around me for signs. And the house that I'm currently in, there's some crazy story about, it's a great grandmother's name is the street name. Anyway, I just feel like there were so many signs that like somebody, a spirit guide or an angel was telling me like, this is where you're supposed to be. When like a scary moment or a transition in your life is happening, like buying a house or getting into a relationship or something like that. So I always, I don't know about that sign. I mean, is that like effective? Do you think you, people should try to keep tapping into that or? I think signs are really important to take. Um, I always find signs. I moved into my condo uh, for, you know, I think four months before I had my uh, 
accidents. I saw 11s everywhere. My condo's number 11. I'm Ooh. drawn to 11s and 4s. My office is 4. Um, so everywhere I go are 11s and 4s, which are angel numbers. Um, so I think numbers follow people. I think the fives follow me. Awakening to the fifth dimension. Um, fives were always the number I would go out and, and use to help people uh, before I became a trans channeler. So it's very interesting if you start noticing numbers around you, you know that you're connecting more to spirit. So if you wake up at night and you see fours or you see threes or you see twos or, you know, things like that, those are the guides speaking to you. Those are your, your, your ancestors speaking out to you. That's so crazy. Cause literally I just drove home from Austin today and, uh, I have, I have the number 53 that follows me around my entire life so much so that I have it tattooed on my arm. Cool. And I was, uh, as I went down, I was like, you know, it's a 13 hour was a 20 hour drive, but I was having some car troubles in Austin. And I kept talking to my spirit guides along the way. And I said, just give me the little signs that I'm going to be okay along the way. Show me my number as I go. And I swear to God, I saw the number 53 probably a hundred times from my journey on the way here. And it was just the little things to show me that I was like, all right, I'm, I'm still good. I'm still good. It was kind of like I was swinging rope like a, you know, like a monkey from vine to vine. And I knew that from yeah. number to number, I knew I was going to be okay. Yep. 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 I was driving to an expo recently and on the back of this car on the way there, it said fifth dimension. Oh, wow. See, See, that's the thing, Kimberly. I think people in general, I think it helps to be awakened to these things. Like you could live life and never see any signs at all, but it starts with like being aware that this even exists and then asking the right questions and paying attention to the signs and the energies around you. I think that's, and, and it can especially come in handy in relationships and love. And those things are very scary and vulnerable. And people have lots of questions about that. They do. They do. And I think that they get into relationships sometimes fast. And um, someone might be on a whole different dimensional frequency. And this is true about the dimensional frequency. Really, when you pick up my book, there's a whole chapter in here about 3D and 5D relationships. And it's really, really interesting. If you are on a whole different vibration frequency, it's very hard to connect. But but the important thing about your book is that you have to, in order to get to chapter six, right? <laughs> chapter six, you yeah. have to read one through five and then all the others. Don't skip the homework. Don't go skipping to the, to the next thing. You got to do all the book because all the book will lead you to where you need to be so that you can be in the place to hit that fifth dimension. Yeah. And it's like you're saying, Kimberly, it's hard to connect with people on the other dimension, but then you can also help, like you said, bring them into yeah. the fifth dimension. And this is a just for relationships with a, with a, a lover or a partner. This is your family too. I mean, I'll have clients go, I'm in the fifth dimension now. I can't take my third dimensional family with me. <laughs> and it's like, but you don't need to shut them out. You don't need to say goodbye you can be gentle and kind and loving because what the fifth dimension is also is building a relationship with God and God is many names. God is love and God is miraculous and God is an energy that can heal all of us and love us and, and take 
take the 3D people with us if they want. They are depopulating. 3D relationships are depopulating. And they're becoming more 5D. I believe this. I have hope that more 3D relationships will become more loving and kind and beautiful. And um, I believe that once people learn how to make dimensional relationships beautiful in the future, we can teach this. Awesome. Well, we are so excited about your book coming out and that we can dive into it and that everybody listening can dive into it if they are interested in learning more about the dimensions, especially the fifth. And remind everybody where they can find your book when it comes out and also where they can find you on social media. I am at thehealingtrilogy.com and my book can be purchased there. It's also on Amazon. Uh, and boy, it's all over. It's a target. Um, it's, it's, it can be just, yeah. Amazon, Amazon UK, uh, Barnes and Noble, and you can just purchase it right off my website, thehealingtrilogy.com. Healingtrilogy.com. Thank you so much for having me today. I loved being with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was awesome and so, so helpful and relatable. And everyone get this book. It is out November 16th. So make sure you find Kimberly and find her book and buy it and read and transform yourself with all of us. Yeah, let's all get in the same dimension. We all need to be together, okay? And don't forget to keep tuning into It's Complicated because we're all moving to the fifth dimension and you can come with us where we always talk dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show as well. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meets. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meets. And once again, mine is Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S at Instagram. You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. It's complicated.